Woe.edu is a podcast discussing mental health issues professionals working in special education face. The four-part series hopes to inspire honest exchanges with interviews informed by current peer-reviewed studies and discussing subjects inspired by the host's real-life experience in the field. As special education professionals, we all have those moments of feeling overwhelmed where we take a moment and say, whoa, what a crazy situation. What a crazy day. And there are many things we discuss with colleagues or friends we think no one else will understand. Woe.edu seeks to improve our work by demystifying struggles, creating space for truthful and sometimes difficult conversations, and of course, having a laugh with the people with whom we work and love along the way. Woe.edu wants to know, how are you doing? No, like, really, how are you doing? Today, we are here with my assistant principal, Miss Raven Sabino. I will be speaking with her about school administration roles in special education and how they foster positive mental health among colleagues. Raven, we'll get right into it. Thank you so much for being with me. You are very supportive of myself and my students. Uh, what are your professional experiences dealing with students receiving special education services? Because it seems like they hold a special place for you. Um, you know, that's, it's a funny thing because I have no experience with children who have severe special needs. So, you know, as an educator in the classroom, coming from a different school, I really didn't have a background with your students. Um, it was more of our resource kids who, you know, who are with me all day long and get pulled out for services. Right. So when I came to Caribou, it was completely different. We have the resource, obviously, but then we have your, um, your classroom that has more severe needs. And I really was very intimidated by those students just mm -hmm. because I've, I've never grown up with that. And I, as a teacher, I never really experienced it. Mm -hmm. um, but one thing that really, I think, turned it for me is not being, and I don't want to say afraid or intimidated, right? but just embracing how different they are and seeing yeah. all the great qualities that they have. Yeah, And I think seeing you and your assistants meet them where they are and really thrive on the good things that they can do and the positive things they can do really made me not look at them as having a disability, but really looking at all of the strengths that they have. And I, I really think that has made a difference for me, just seeing what all they can do and not looking at what they can't do. And that comes from you and the assistants. Well, I don't know about that. That's really sweet of you, but it's kind of like, you know, you put out the work and it's the, 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 the wildest work and the, you know, it's tours. Yeah. <laughs> there's stickers all over it where there shouldn't be, you know, and that, that you just embrace that. And it, it's, it's what makes you happy about having those sorts of students. So thank you for that. So what, what are mental health challenges do you see in teachers as an administrator, just generally? Can, can you expand on that a bit? 
Yes, I think mental health right now for teachers and everyone in general is um, it's a hard time. COVID has really done a lot, which I know, you know, we can't blame everything on COVID, but um, it has really put a strain on teachers and everyone in education. Um, I, th- I think our biggest struggle right now and what teachers are struggling the most with when it comes to being a teacher is all of these children that we have are on different levels. Mm-hmm. And that has always been the case. Um, you never have a classroom that comes to you and everybody's on the same grade level. It's mm-hmm. just not how it works. Um, but during this pandemic, that has gotten worse. So we have kids who have larger learning gaps. Mm-hmm. And I think the overwhelmness that teachers feel to try to meet every student where they are and fill those learning gaps and differentiate and do small groups is very overwhelming to them. And it should be because it's, you know, we're asking teachers to do the impossible, which they do a great job of doing, um, but it comes at a price. And I think they are mentally never turning it off when they leave the school. Um, I think when they go home, they're playing. I know they are. I don't think they're planning, they're thinking. So it's like education, you don't go home and turn it off. It is a constant, you're thinking about your students. Yes, yes. And you're you're thinking about how to improve. Yes. And or you're grading papers because you didn't have time today because you have PLCs, you know. So that work-life balance is very work heavy. Um, And I think that's where we're having the challenges that we are with teachers. And that's why teachers are leaving the field. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's sad because we're losing great teachers who have lots to offer. In relation to that, do you think self-confidence sort of falls by the wayside in those sorts of situations? I think so. I do. And I almost feel like some of our teachers feel like we're telling them how to teach and what to teach. And I don't think they feel, and I don't ever want our teachers to feel that way, but they don't feel like they can put their own personality into it or their own spin on it. So then I think that they are in return thinking that we don't trust them to be a teacher or an educator. Um, and I, I think that weighs on them. Yeah. So because this project revolves around people in the special education field specifically, do you think there are any specific mental health challenges that these professionals face? I believe so. And because you all are looking at their, you know, the behavior side of them, their academics, things that have happened to them in the past that may have caused these um, disabilities for them. And I think that would weigh on you all as well. If you're constantly dealing with those issues, that can weigh on a person. And, you know, a general ed teacher doesn't really dive as deep in those things with their special ed students because it may only be an inclusion or it may only be. um, So I think it would be different for special education teachers. And just the paperwork and the, you know, trying to keep up with everything has to be overwhelming for you all. Well, you serve many different stakeholders from families to people at central office and in higher administration. So what challenges do you find when you institute (laughs) changes specifically um, that serves a wide range of needs and you're pretty good at keeping people happy. So how, how do you keep everybody happy, Raven? And I think the biggest thing is 
to let people know that any decision that I make or Allison makes or we make as a team, it's in the best interest of the students. And I hope that that helps the teachers out. But at the end of the day, I'm, my goal is to help every student in that building. And I hope I'm helping teachers every day. But my number one priority is to make sure that those kids are getting the best possible education that they can get so they can move on into this life and be just productive citizens. They don't have to go to college. They don't have to do any of those things as long as they leave being kind, respectful humans. Um, and I, I feel like the teachers in our school know that that's where my heart is. And I, I feel like I've gotten enough, I don't want to say respect, but I think they know that I would never make a decision that I did not truly feel like was going to benefit every student in that um, school. And sometimes, you know, what's fair for one is not fair for all. And I've, um, I have to do what I think is best for the majority of the kids there. And sometimes people don't like it, but I think most of the time people respect my decision and they know that what I'm trying to do is for the good of everybody. Yes, yes. And I think you have a reputation for having a heart for kids. So we we love you for that. And for many well, other reasons. Well, thank um, you. And Allison, you referred to as our principal at the school for anybody listening. And uh, I, I want to move more personally into your mental health challenges, because you have a very demanding role yourself. You're a support for Allison. You have your own set of job duties too. So what are some of the challenges and also some of the positive impacts on your mental health um, in in your role specifically as assistant principal? Assistant principal is, it is difficult. And it was a, it was a bigger transition from a classroom teacher to admin than I anticipated. I thought, oh, it'll be a piece of cake. It'll, you know, um, I truly was not prepared for all of the demands because when you are in a classroom you only worry about your kids your parents um when you are in admin you worry about everybody and I it's just a, a character flaw that I want everything to be the best it can possibly be and I can't lay my head down at night knowing that it's it's not so I think that's one of the um, worst things about the job is that i want everything to go as smooth as possible and I worry about it and I think about it and and also you know that's multiplied by 30 classrooms when I was only used to worrying about one classroom (laughs) um so and then um it's it's just stressful and it's almost that feeling of always needing or always being need needed by everybody else. Yeah, you so are. It's <laughs> it is, you know, mostly by me. Joey, got at your door. <laughs> no, you are fine, and I and I love that because I feel like God has really called me to be a servant, yeah. to serve everybody in that school. Um, I I truly believe that's my calling. So I love to serve people. That's you know, it's just part of how He made me. Yeah. But some days it does weigh you down because it's like, okay, can I eat my sandwich really fast before I'm needed again? Yeah. You know, so, so you're finding the positive in, in being needed so much. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. So, um, but I also love the positive of being an admin is that I get to see everything that goes on in that building 
you know, I don't see everything. I don't have eyes everywhere, but I get to see all the wonderful things. Yeah. You know, when I was in the classroom, I only saw what was in my classroom. Um, but, but now if I hang up with an angry parent, I can go walk down to your classroom or to another positive classroom where it refreshes me and yeah. I can hit a reset button. And, you know, if I was in my own classroom, I wouldn't have that opportunity. So I do love that about being admin as well. And you do a really good job showcasing the positive work that teachers do in our school. Um, but you. you you facilitate that open door policy. What made you <laughs> operate like this? And I'm sure you want to be tucked away in a corner most of the day. <laughs> um, but, but what makes you operate like this? And um, I really want people to see that they can come to me for anything. And I will try to find an answer and I will do. Um, I want people to say, I'm going to work as hard as Miss Sabino, or I'm going to, I have always felt this way. And I guess my parents have taught me, you're always the hardest worker in the room. You're, you know, you always put forth a hundred percent effort. And I really think that having that open door policy allows people to see that they can come to me and I'll get it done. I'll try to get it done, if, you know, or find the answer if I don't know the answer. Um, I think that has helped. I've worked for admin in the past that did not have that open door policy. And it was almost like if you had a question or if you saw them walking down the hallway, you'd go and hide. You know, you'd be like, oh, gosh, don't let them see me. No. Um, and I didn't like that feeling because I never felt fully supported. Right. Um, and I worked for admin that was the same open door policy. And it was like a breath of fresh air yes. that you could go with them and cry or complain. And it didn't leave that, you know. It sometimes didn't leave we're a little bit too supported and careful. We feel a little bit too comfortable sometimes. Yeah, I'm like, no, it's fine. What's the end? Um, but I, I want our teachers to feel supported. And that's the main thing is um, providing you all with a safe place that I'm not going to walk out and tell everybody in the office what we talked about or. No, and uh, you won't. I, no, I and fully I fully trust you in that regard. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's just, I've been on both sides of it. And I really I always try to look at things like if it was a bad experience for me, I just look at that and say, okay, those are some things I don't want to do with admin. Yeah. And this is how I change it. I love that. Well, I'm just going to ask you one more question. And it has to do with special ed specifically. What do you see as the future of special ed at a school? You may not be at Carroll for the rest of your life, but I right. mean, what, what do you want to see generally as an administrator uh, for at least elementary special ed, especially in the more contained classrooms like the one I teach? Okay. Um, you know, your classroom is, is obviously a new experience for me. Um, but I really want to continue on the track that we're on, on supporting our kids in exactly what they need. Mm -hmm. You know, those children may not ever grow up and go to college or be, you know, the president of the United States. And that's OK. Yeah. I want them to be validated for what they are. Yeah. And I want to if what they need is social and emotional, that's what we're going to give them. So I want their, their family and them to feel like we are their family and be supported and try to help them in any possible way. Because, yes, school is academically focused, but that is not 
always what these kids need. Um, you know, and they can learn, they can learn, you know, just at a different rate than some other kids. And that's okay. Again, um, I really just want to continue on the track of them being completely supported. If they can go um, outside into a general ed classroom for 30 minutes and get some exposure, then that's great. But we've got to do what fits for them. Well, I think you've given a really sweet interview from the heart. You're very forward thinking. You're very supportive. And I thank you for doing this for me, Raven. You're welcome. Anytime. While reflecting on this episode, it made me not only thankful for my administration, who I also call friends, Principal Allison Poston and Assistant Principal Raven Sabino, but for the candor Raven expressed during her interview. This underscores the open and honest mode of communication she uses with teachers. And I'll be honest, I would trust administration with my life. I believe in their concern for students, and it has made me an exponentially better teacher. I'm quoting Raven when I say, thank you for validating me, my staff, and my students for what we are. Thank you for listening.